He said, you're not going to discover life's meaning by looking within yourself. You've probably tried that already. You didn't create yourself, so there's no way you can tell yourself what you were created for. talking calling, purpose, career, and all the things. (laughs) Okay, this is a really like super loaded topic, as is most things. I I, I put this out there and I pray about it and I'm like, yeah, I got to talk about this. And then I start to come to do it like right now. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is a little, little bit more than I could, I probably bit off more than I could chew in a good way. So I'm literally going to scratch the surface of something that again, could be talked on for hours and days and months and years, and we could still have questions at the end of it. Um, so I will just start with the beginnings for this topic. Um, I think now more than ever, have you guys noticed that people are, have always been, since the beginning of time, searching for their calling, searching for purpose. What is the meaning of life? The biggest question of all time is what is the meaning of life, right? But I think now more than ever, it's it's becoming way more prevalent. It, it, there's this new movement in a sense of, of finding your own meaning, finding your own purpose. You know, there's about a bazillion self-help self-help books, right? It's all about looking inside and finding your internal and all these things that honestly are completely contradictory to what God has already told us since the beginning of time. The biggest question of all time, what is the meaning of life, has been answered since the beginning of all time. Doesn't mean people want to know the answer though. And the more we go on and on in this world, the further we are getting away from it. And it's here for us. That's the crazy cool thing. God's already given us the answer. He's given us the roadmap. He's given us the ways to find our purpose and our calling and all of the things, you guys. But but we have to know where to look. We we can't look to the left and to the right and, and somehow assume that we're all going to get to the right place, right? So I'm going to start with this. Um... The best book I could ever recommend to anybody, and I've said this many, many times from my dear pastor, and it is just the best book for anybody, regardless of your religion or your background. Just again, anyone in general who's struggling with knowing their purpose in life, struggling with even believing in God, first and foremost, why were you created? What the heck are you here for? Hopefully everybody at some point in their life questions what on earth are you here for? What is the point? What is the point of life to live and die? And hopefully we all come to a place where we ask that question, right? And this is the book for everybody to find those answers, okay? So it's by Rick Warren. It is called The Purpose Driven Life. What on earth am I here for? Absolutely so easy to understand. It is written with such common sense and simple... (laughs) Um, 
ways to really grasp this, you guys. Again, it's phenomenal. You have to have the book. You got to recommend the book. I am going to challenge you at the end of this to read the book if you haven't and tell me your thoughts once you do, because the very beginning is going to blow you away. And we're going to start with this, you guys. I'm going to talk about calling and purpose, the different definitions and and career, which we won't spend a lot of time on that. But um, here's what he starts with, you guys. He says this. I'm going to read a few things in here um, as I go. He said, you're not going to discover life's meaning by looking within yourself. You've probably tried that already. You didn't create yourself, so there's no way you can tell yourself what you were created for. Ah, that's one of my most favorite phrases of all time that he has ever said. He has some good ones, but this is the best. You didn't create you, so how can you tell you what you were created for, right? If I handed you an invention that you had never seen before, you wouldn't know its purpose and the invention wouldn't be able to tell you either. Only the creator or the owner's manual could reveal its purpose. So true, you guys. How do you know the purpose of something? The creator tells you its purpose, right? I love, love, love this. So this entire thing starts with if you want to know your purpose and what you're called to do in life, why you are on earth. You have to know the person who created you. You have to know the creator. This is why everything starts with God, not religion. Not religion. You've got to separate the two, okay? Don't worry about religion right now. Don't worry about, well, I had a friend who was this religion. I had a friend. Just you got, go break it all down to the foundation and you're gonna, you'll figure out the rest as you go, I promise. It's not about religion. It's about who created you, which is God, and getting to know the creator. The more you get to know the creator, the more you're going to understand why you were created and what you were created for. And how do you get to know the creator? A couple different ways. First one, starting with the word, right? The Bible. This is why it is so important to know the Bible, not to get religion, to get an understanding of who you created you, why you were created and go back to the very beginning of time. What on earth are we all here for? Knowing and understanding the Bible. The second way is going to church. (laughs) This is why I'm a part of a church and I can't even fathom living life not being a part of one because I need the people that are gifted in breaking down the Bible, breaking down some of the meanings, breaking down and teaching you guys. We'll talk about that as well. They're gifted in that. We're all gifted with some different things. I want to go be a part of and understand the best of my ability, what God has created me to do on this earth so that I can fulfill that purpose, right? So you got to spend time with the creator if you want to know why you were created, you guys. Um, Calling and purpose, okay? Let's start with purpose, you guys. I'll read you a definition of purpose, okay? Purpose, according to the Webster Dictionary, is the reason for which something is done or created. Your purpose is the reason which something exists, okay? So purpose is the reason for which something is created, the reason which something exists. Again, what God has called you to do that is beyond your talents and abilities. What are you made to do? That is your purpose. Calling, okay, and a lot of people, by the way, can, and I often do, I use the words interchangeably, if that makes sense. Sometimes people say calling and, and they're, they mean purpose. Sometimes people say purpose and they mean calling. And it really is the same to a lot of people. So let's not get lost on like, oh, I'm just breaking it down to see the different ways for the purpose of helping you guys get better clarity. 
but many people call calling your purpose. They mean the same thing when they're saying it. I'm just trying to get you to understand something. Purpose, first and foremost, is the reason which you were created. We just said that, the reason you exist, okay? There are two purposes in life. There's one that every single person has that is the same. Every single one of us, if you really want to break down what your purpose in life is, is to love God and love people. You were created to love God and to love people. To know God and bring people to know God. That is that is at the basic, most simplest way, if you can think of it, what what your purpose is, that's it. Okay, that's the general purpose of every human being is to know God and love him. The first commandment, um, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Second one, love your neighbor as yourself, right? Two greatest commandments. That is your purpose. The second purpose is an individual purpose. We all have a different individual purpose. We have one big collective general purpose. Every human on earth does, whether they know it or believe it, doesn't change it. And then you have your individual purpose. Connie's purpose is going to be different than Phil's purpose and Susie's purpose and Sarah's purpose and John's purpose, right? So there's those that I want you to just know that, okay? There's the grand one, and then there's your individual. What exactly is my purpose that God created me specifically for? Because he did create you uniquely for a specific purpose. Okay, so we got that down, right? Okay, let me talk about calling for a second now. Calling, according to the Webster Dictionary, is an inner pulse toward a course of action. Okay, especially when divine interaction plays a role. All right. So, so your calling is that pulse, like I'm called to do this, right? You hear people say that all the time. I am called here. I know my calling. I say that all the time. Um, they also define it as your profession or vocation. So your career, some people call your calling your career. So see, this is getting a little confusing already. Cause you're like, what do you mean? They all sound the same. I know. I'm just trying to tell you, these are the different things that people use to talk about calling. What the Bible really uses to talk about calling is, is here's a specific example. Rebecca Lyons says this in her book, You Are Free. Amazing book, by the way. It's called You Are Free, um, Be Who You Already Are. All right. She says, your calling is where your talents and burdens collide. Oh, so good. A better way to describe that that's going to be more specific that will also be in the book, you guys, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren is your shape. Your shape. Knowing your shape is going to tremendously help you with your calling, okay? What is your shape? It's an acronym and it stands for this. The S stands for your spiritual gifts, okay? If you don't know God yet and you don't have that relationship with him, you don't have spiritual gifts yet. So you might be like, what the heck are those? You don't have them yet, okay? The book's going to explain all that, you guys. It's very simple to have a relationship with God. You say, God, I want to know you. I want you to come into my life. I want you to forgive me for all my sins. I believe in Jesus. I believe he rose from the dead. And I want you in my life. That's how you get to know God and have him in your life. And we'll talk about that another time. It will also be in the book, you guys. But but once you do that, you get spiritual gifts, okay? These are gifts given to you by God. And everybody has different ones. You can have multiple ones. Some people have a bunch. Some people only have one or two and they're different. They're the gift of administration, the gift of discernment, the gift of encouragement, the gift of giving hospitality. Are you, do you have the gift of leadership, the gift of shepherding or pastoring people, the gift of teaching, the gift of, of showing mercy, the gift of wisdom, the gift. There's all different kinds of gifts. You guys, 
my spiritual gifts to tell you just so that you know. And if you know me, you can go, oh, okay, I can see that. I have the gift of giving. I have the gift of encouraging or exhortation. And I have the gift of leadership and teaching. Those are what my main gifts, I believe, are my spiritual gifts. Okay, so that's what the S stands for. What are your spiritual gifts? The H stands for heart. Okay, what's on your heart? What has just been laid upon your heart that you just like, you almost cry thinking about it. Everybody's moved by something different, you guys. Your heart. A is abilities. What are the natural abilities that you have? Everyone's given some, even though you may not think you have any. You were born with what's called God-given abilities, okay? Skills or talents. Everyone has them. What are they for you? P stands for personality. What's your personality like? Are you more introverted and fueled by having one-on-one meaningful conversations Are you more extroverted where you don't really want to do the one-on-ones, but you want to see everybody in the crowd and go shake everyone's hand? What's your personality? And E is your experiences. What's your past? What have you been through? What are some tough things you've gone through? What are some good things you've gone through? All of these, your spiritual gifts, your heart, your abilities, your personality, and your experiences are your shape. And when you know what all of those things are, you guys start to know your calling. Does that make sense? It's very exciting. You guys can all do this little, um, this activity, okay? You should all do this activity and find out what your shape is. But there you go. So purpose, calling. You have your purpose, you guys. And sometimes, to be honest, your purpose is not going to be something that we find out until we go to heaven. It's a lifelong process. We know the big main one, love God and love people. Okay, great. We know that's our purpose. And it's good to know that because you can ground yourself and root yourself in what you're doing and always ask, am I loving God, getting to know him more? And am I loving on people and bringing them to him? Okay. If you ever get lost or confused, think of that. Okay. We may not know our full big purpose, the, the individual one, the one that is only going to happen through God's divine intervention, right? The purpose that only God can do that's outside our talents and abilities. We may never know, fully know that until the end of our lives, guys. Okay. I believe he does show us this. I believe some people know it early on. Some of us, we're still learning. I am still learning this. You guys, I'm not a master at this (laughs) by any means. And I've been walking with God for a long time. Um, doesn't mean I have it all down though. I'm still figuring out my bigger purpose, to be honest with you. I don't think I have a clear indication on that. I definitely have a clear indication on my calling. Okay, so let me give you an example. I know that I am called or have a purpose, right? I can say that interchangeably to uplift and encourage women to bring people together. I have a gift of doing that. This is me this is me doing this podcast you guys is one way I am working out my calling. Do you understand that? This is one avenue. This is just one platform, one road if you will that I'm walking down to fulfill my calling, which will lead to my purpose of bringing people to love God and know him, right? Okay. Do you see how this is kind of working out? I know this might be all over the place, but Um, I'm wanting you to see that I'm just figuring this out with you guys, but okay. So 
how do you discover the purpose you were created for? You're calling all of these things. Okay. The first option you have is speculation. This is what most people choose. They speculate, right? This is where people just guess and they theorize and they go, oh, well, I always thought life is this, or this is the best I thought up of. And they just try to swirl around or look deep inside their hearts to find out. They speculate, right? The second option is revelation, okay? To turn to what God has already revealed about life in his word is the easiest way to discover purpose, you guys, okay? You don't have to speculate about it. It's like I told you in the beginning, the answer is already here. It's been here for thousands of years, what we're here for. And the only way we're going to find that is to get closer to God and spend more time with him to not only find out that individual piece, you guys, but also, like I said, your shape. Okay. Now here's what's so cool. If you look back on your life, many of you can do this right now, especially if you already know God and you, you believe in him and you're just, maybe you're just new and you're just learning. You can look back on your life and already see the ways he has used you and designed you for a purpose without you even knowing it. I bet you can. For instance, for me, being an extroverted people person, I look back on my life and I'm like, wow, God's been preparing me all the time to do what I'm doing right now. I never in a million bazillion years would think I would be selling beauty products on social media, guys. Okay. Never, ever. That's never been something that's been on my heart. I've never been passionate about hair care. I've never been passionate about makeup, skincare, none of it, none of it, you guys. And yet here I am. And I'll talk about that in a second, right? But ever since I was a kid, I have always, always loved people. I've always had a lot of friends. I had a big group of friends. I was always the connector, right? The one that just connected all the different people of different backgrounds and different, it it was just, that was Connie. I was just the, I just had all the friends. I genuinely love people, whether they were exactly like me or not. That has been something that's always been on my heart. It's always been a gift of mine. If you, if you will say, right, since I've been little, Um, I was always the one to be on the stage. I wanted to be an actress at an early age. I just always wanted to be speaking in some regard. I just loved being in the limelight. Um, As I grew up, I started to get involved really early on with leading. Like in my church, I wanted to be the youth group leader, like the young leader, right? The up and coming leader. Um, And then as I got older and I got into high school, I was 17 years old and had to pick a major for college. Okay. Cause I was going to Cal state Fullerton and I picked public speaking. Why? Not really sure. I just like, I didn't know anything you guys about much. I was just like, Oh, communication, public speaking. Yeah. I think I would like that. But God knew all along that all those years ago, me picking public speaking, me being the extroverted little wannabe actress that I was, was building me and growing me and leading me and all a part of my calling into this purpose, right? This purpose-filled life, you guys. It's just so cool when you do this and you go back. The experiences I've had in my life, which we don't even have time to get into, some really, really good that I've been able to use um, throughout my calling and, and just loving on people and some really, really bad some really bad things that happened to me that were out of my control and some really bad things that happened because I made really bad decisions. Okay. All are a part of my experiences and all now at 37 years old, I'm finally able to look back and see and go, wow, 
I have used those. Now I can use those and say I am using those for good. And I'm able to speak on those things and speak life into people over those things that I went through. It's just just so crazy, you guys, how he uses it all together. And how when you start to understand calling and purpose, you start to look at those things that you've gone through in your life in a different light. You start to look at the things that you're going to go through, the trials and the things that you're going to experience in a different light because you always pull it back to, okay, what is my purpose through this and what am I called to do and I can use this for good. And that's how I really see things, you guys, now, especially when it comes to like trials or hard things in my life, because I know and I've seen what God's already done with the past things and how he's used that. Um, I'm able to go into the next things and go, okay, this might not be fun. I don't like this. This isn't where I want to, I don't want to be experiencing this, but I also know that with the way God's shaped me, the way he's called me, the give the gifts and talents I have, I can use this for a greater purpose. I'm telling you guys, when you have that perspective, I can use this for a greater purpose. Life changes. It really is no longer about you. Okay, because a lot of finding your purpose and your calling, it's all about you. It's all about you. You're looking at you. You're looking at you. The very first line of this book, you guys, is it's not about you. And I love that he started the book that way because it's so true. And you find so much joy in that when you start to realize your purpose is far beyond you, far, far beyond you. It's you doing things you never thought you could. It's you doing things that are way outside your comfort zone. It's you finding things you're really, really good at that you maybe never knew you were really good at that God, it's just all works together, guys. It all works together. Okay. Your career. It's funny how we all grow up thinking we're going to do something and be something and we're like, okay, this is what my passion is. So this is what I want to do, right? If that's not rooted though, in the way God created you, you're going to see that go south real quick. How many of us have been there? Many, many, many of us, we've thought, this is what I want to do and this is what I want to be. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's grounded and rooted in the way God created you to be. Is that what he's called you to do? And sometimes we just have to learn the hard way. We just fly out there and start trying stuff. And he goes, yeah, no, that's not going to be it. And he closes the door, right? Sometimes the best way to know is to walk through doors. You got to be willing to move for him to be able to show you what path you're on, right? You can't just stay idle. So, so you got to move, but, but the way to avoid a lot of heartache and a lot of time is to, to know and to be close with God so that you're asking him as you go, is this where you want me to be God? You're consulting him before the fact and not after you're not getting a job and then going, okay, God, please, please, please bless this job. Well, no, 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 no. What if he didn't even call you to go to that job? You didn't consult him right? This is how we do a lot of life. We marry this person. We go, God, oh, just please help my husband. Just be about helping me. And he's like, well, I didn't, you, you didn't consult me about him first. He wasn't the one for you or whatever. You can fill in the blank, right? We all have done this in life. We all jump ahead of the gun and we just go, bam. And that's why calling and purpose are so important to know. And again, be rooted with him from the very beginning. So we're not doing the flip thing here. And, and he has to teach us the hard way, right? (laughs) But, um, Your career, you guys, can change all throughout your life. Your purpose is always going to, your purpose will never change. Your purpose is solid. Your purpose is is there. It's, It's us trying to figure that out, but it doesn't change. Your purpose is your purpose, what he created you for, and that's your purpose. Just like a toaster, its purpose is to toast that toast and that bagel, right? That is what a toaster is created for. A toaster can spend its entire existence 
trying to be a microwave, but it wasn't created to be a microwave. It doesn't have the microwave parts. It doesn't have the abilities to do what a microwave can do. And it's going to never have any fulfillment, never do what it's called to do because it's trying to be a microwave so bad. I know this is a bad analogy, but hopefully it's working, right? This is what people do. They go try to do all these things and all these things without ever consulting the one who created them in the first place and figuring out the things he's gifted them in to do and wonder why life is not fulfilling. All right, I'm going to read these. I'm going to read a couple more things to you guys and then we'll be done. I don't want this to be too, too long, but the benefits of a purpose-driven life, you guys. Let me read you this and why this is so just fun and fascinating when you find this out. Knowing your purpose gives meaning to your life. That's the first one. We were made to have meaning, you guys. We were made to have meaning. And when life has meaning, you can bear almost anything. You can bear almost anything. Without it, nothing is bearable. When there is no meaning in your life, you can't bear anything, right? Number two, knowing your purpose simplifies your life. This is fabulous, you guys. Knowing your purpose, it defines what you do and what you don't do. The purpose becomes the standard you use to evaluate which activities are essential and which are not, okay? Like I said, knowing your purpose helps you go, okay, does this activity, does this career, does this choice help me fulfill one of God's purposes for my life? You start to ask those questions before you get into things, right? Without a clear purpose, you have no foundation on which you base decisions and allocate your time and use your resources. This is people who just fly like the wind. They're floating here. They're floating there. They're like, sure, why not? Let's do that. Let's do that. There is no foundation. They bounce all over. They don't know how to spend their time, their money, their resources because they don't have purpose, right? All right. Number three, knowing your purpose focuses your life. It concentrates your effort and energy on what's important. You become effective by being selective. Ah, I love that. Love that. Okay. The Bible tells us don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. How many people just live their life so carelessly? They don't think about it. They don't think about how they were made to give back. They don't think about how they were made to have impact. They just go, 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 go. And hopefully somewhere in the middle of it, find joy. It's just like crazy. How do you live like that? Right? All right. Number four, knowing your purpose motivates your life. This is good. Purpose always produces passion. Nothing energizes like a clear purpose. If you're lacking passion, you guys, you might be lacking purpose. You might be lacking knowing purpose, right? That's why you don't have passion. Purpose always produces passion. This is a great phrase, okay? Especially for the career thing, which I was going to talk a little bit more on. If you're feeling like, you know, oh, I don't know if I meant to be in this career. I don't know if I meant to be in this job, okay? It is usually meaningless work, not overwork, that wears us down, saps our strength, and robs our joy. That's that's working and living a life that doesn't have purpose. Meaningless work is what saps your joy, not overwork necessarily, right? Um, okay, so I want to tell you guys this too. Um, when it comes to career and purpose and calling and all these things. I talked about this on my last episode about seasons, right? Some of you are like, I know my purpose. I know what I'm called to do, but I'm in this dead end job. I want to encourage you that this is how good God is, is while you're waiting for those other things to come, like I said in the last one, be faithful with where you are. You can still find purpose where you are, 
even if it is not your big overall arching theme of purpose. Does that make sense? Even if it is not where you are called to be, you can find calling and purpose where you are. Look at your shape. Go back to your shape and go, what am I gifted at? What do I feel like I'm called to do in the long, long haul? Like for me, encouraging, uplifting people. Okay, well, when I was doing mortgages and it was killing me and I didn't like it and I was stressed out every day and I was giving myself ulcers and I was, I could freak out like that all the time and go, oh, I need a new job. I need to get out of here. Or until I did get a new job and get out of there, I could say, I'm really good at talking to people though. I know I'm, I'm called to just like talk to people and encourage people somehow, some shape. It's just not here. But until that thing comes, I can still use that in my job. Do you think being a loan rep, a mortgage loan rep, a loan officer, I could possibly talk to people and encourage them and uplift them? Heck yeah. You guys, out of every job I've had, I moved into sales. I went into sales for my entire career. Do you think it's by any accident that I moved into sales? I never wanted to be in sales. I would never have thought I'm a salesperson. But God knew that I could use the gifts and talents of being a connector of people and loving community and being around people that sales would be a road that I could walk my calling out, you guys. And eventually that that road ended and I could go, oh my gosh, you know, what am I called to do now? What am I, my calling was still to encourage and uplift people and love on women. And guess what he brought me next? Social selling, <laughs> doing this hair care business. And I could go, well, what the heck? I don't know anything about hair or makeup. Or I could say, okay, how can I walk out my talents and gifts and abilities and the things that I know I'm called to do in this vocation? And I tell you what, I have blown the dang doors off of it. Okay, I really have. He is literally you. This is just a tool, okay, where I'm at right now. Being in my job with Monet is a tool to fulfill a bigger purpose, a bigger calling. Do you see what I'm saying, right? My hands are like waving so big. If you saw me right now, you would see my hands like floating everywhere. Do you see it, guys? Do you see what I'm saying? Like you're you walking through where God has you right now and just simply not worrying about what's next, not worrying about why, how to get out of the dead end job or how to get the finances you need, not worrying about anything other than focusing on him. I zeroed in on him in my 20s when I was living a crazy wild life. I was spitting out of control. My finances went down. My health went down. I had nowhere to go but to look to him. And I'm so glad for it because it changed my whole life. And I didn't need to know what was the next job he was giving me. All I needed to know was, who are you, God? What have you called me to do? What have you gifted me with that I can use right now in this season? And let me go ahead and walk that out and be faithful with that. And as you start to do that, you guys, your calling gets clearer. Your purpose gets clearer. Your joy becomes stronger and doors start opening that you could never have imagined. Okay. Um, this was all over the place. I know, but you guys, I always end on a challenge every time I challenge you. I want you to tag me or share something, please. Cause these stories aren't just about me. When I share stories that you guys share, you understand that it's like blessing the socks off people. So please share them or tag me in anything that speaks to you or anything that you take and implement. Because here's my challenge for you. One, I want you to get the purpose driven life book. Okay, start reading it. You can download it on your phone, get the devotional with it if you want to, and just shout out some things that you're learning through it. It's it's so amazing and encouraging. Number two, I want you to figure out what your shape is. What are your spiritual gifts? What is on your heart? 
What brings you to tears and moves you to get into action? What are your abilities? What are your talents and gifts? What's your personality like? And what are your experiences? Find your shape, you guys. And then three, I want you to get bold with God and ask him, am I where you want me to be? And if so, help me walk out my calling in this. Show me what my bigger purpose is if you don't know it yet. And he'll be faithful, you guys, to do it. Okay, we're going to end on this. This is a poem by Russell Kelfer, and it's the best, okay? The absolute best for your purpose. You are who you are for a reason. You're part of an intricate plan. Your precious and perfect unique design called God's special woman or man. You look like you look for a reason. Our God made no mistake. He knit you together within the womb. You're just what he wanted to make. Every time I read this, I cry. Holy cow, you guys. Wow. The parents you had were the ones he chose. And no matter how you may feel, they were custom designed with God's plan in mind. And they bear the master's seal. Know that trauma you faced was not easy and God wept that it hurt you so. But it was allowed to shape your heart so that into his likeness you'd grow. You are who you are for a reason. You've been formed by the master's rod. You are who you are, beloved, because there is a God. Powerful. I'm leaving you on that. You are here for a reason. You were made on purpose for his purpose. And I want you guys to believe that and know that. So dig in. Tell me what you're learning. Tell me what you're finding. And know that your career has nothing to do with your calling. Your career has nothing to do with your purpose. Your career is just an avenue and a road for you to walk out that grander, bigger plan that he has in mind for you. All right. Love you guys. We'll be back soon.